Babyface and the Heel is brought to you by Sleeps. Use code BACKLOG40 for 40% off your first order. How you doing? How you doing? I see a bloodied up alpha. Take a, take a look at this guy over there. <laughs> All right, now you tell me, can you hear me? Because I want to be heard. I can hear you. All right. Now, alpha, I just want to ask you a question. How'd my fist feel against your, your one good eye? <laughs> Oh, that's oh. a little low. That's a little low, even for oh. Jimmy T. Oh, Alpha, do you have anything to say about it? Nope. He can't say much because you poisoned him. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hold on, hold on, just one second. Alpha, Alpha, what do you got to say? <laughs> you uh, are an uh, evil, uh, evil uh, fucking person. Let me, let me just let me just uh, uh, address the situation here a little bit because uh, get this microphone. God damn it, get this microphone right to my face. Alpha could not be here today because Jimmy T has been trying to persuade him to eat his corn, like I say, but he don't do the corn. You understand, Rick? And so the Alpha drank his little Delapias. And the alpha's immune system is just about as good as a cow that I've eaten back in my little old childhood days. You know what I'm saying? He can't eat the corn that you poisoned. You poisoned him. I did. I did. And now I want to ask you a question, Rick. Did you watch yourself some AEW last night? Because I did. you damn right. The dynamite show. Now. I gotta say, okay, that was a hell of a show. It was a hell of a show. Yes, it was. It was. It was. A, it's actually getting better. I didn't think it would, but it it got better. Now, now we got a lot of feedback, okay, from the last episode of Babyface and the Heel, starring the Babyface himself, Jimmy Thompson, and the referee that cannot be bought or stolen, Richard Reed, oh, over there. Son of a bitch. I can't stop. I can't stop. I'm on fire. But. Uh, Richard is not my name. Though I am rich, I am not Richard. Rich with love. Rich with love. So, <laughs> you know, we watched this show last week. We watched it over again and again and again. And they kept telling me, not enough coal. So I bring to you Jimmy T's cream style sweet corn. You can drink it. You can eat it, and you can bathe in it because it makes you smell real good. Oh, my this, God. I rub a little bit on my neck. I rub a little bit behind the ear, and then every once in a while, I get a little lady. She comes up, and she whispers in my ear, and then she says, mm, is that sweet corn? And I said, yes, it is. Ricky, what kind of cologne do you wear? The rich kind, not corn. I tell you that, not no <laughs> corn. <laughs> all right, all right. So Alpha I like my popcorn, not my cream corn, like you. <laughs> Jimmy crack corn, and I don't care. <laughs> so, 
Well, let's you know, get into we, this AEW recap. We got to get into it. So real quick, Alpha's not here today. I put a, a, a stunt double over there. He's standing nice and still for me. And uh, the truth of the matter is, we watched the show last week. We had a couple of things we needed to tidy up. So today, you're going to get that tidiness, and you're going to get that love. So for those of you who love Jimmy T but don't know nothing about the AEW, let me let you understand. You understand? The thing with AEW is, what the fuck is it? AEW is all elite wrestling. Yes, sir. All elite. Started by the man himself, Dusty Rhodes, when he had sex with his wife and had two little boys named Dustin and Cody. And many years later, you got yourself Cody Rhodes. He's a little upset. He's working for the WWE. And he doesn't like the way he's being treated. He looks around at all of his friends and his brother and his sisters and his wife. And he says, why don't I do that? Bitch McMahon running around paying people bullshit money, making them dress up like the berserker, making them do stupid shit. So he says to his friend Kenny Omega, and he says to Matt and Nick Jackson, why don't we do that? And you know what he did? That. What did he do? He got himself in lo- involved with Tony Khan. Tony Khan, the man. Khan! Khan! And he is one hell of a leader. Tony Khan gave the Rhodes all the money he needed to get started. And one year ago, one year ago, yeah, was when they formed AEW. Now look where we're at today. We have David Pace on the heel. We got the, I have to admit, and I don't like it, but the highest paid esports superstar in the world, the Alpha, the World Winning Federation. All right? Now, I didn't bring my belt today because I'm not going to be the kind of guy who walks around with my belt when my teammate can't even wear his because his neck hurts from me wrenching it. I ain't going to do that to him. But I'm Jimmy Thompson, and I've been around for quite some time, you understand? You may not know who I am yet, but you're going to tomorrow. You're going to remember if you've been here today, you're going to say, who the fuck was that? And then the next day, you're going to say, I know who the fuck that was. That's Jimmy T. All right? Now, Jimmy T, he's a champion of the world, being a world Virgil Federation. Jesus Christ, having Alpha not here makes me slip wow. on the tongue. <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm all hot and livid. You see, got your cowboy hat on, get your corn all that's up right. in a tussie. <laughs> now, the thing is, okay, you have to understand, Alpha has been running the circuit here on Twitch for quite some time. How many hats you got? I, I got the corn because I'm cream of the crop. So, the Alpha, he plays himself some video games over there on Twitch, and he plays himself some uh, wrestling videos, and, and uh, Twitch reached out. And they made sure that the Alpha was on babyface in the heel. But they already reached out to Jimmy T. They knew he was the champ champ. And so Jimmy T's here to talk about some wrestling because he knows about the wrestling. But who else? Did we need before we got started? We needed a referee. And so we got ourselves Mr. Rich. The biggest dick I've ever seen. And here he is. Live and in person, right on my screen. Ricky, tell us all. What do you know about wrestling? Oh, I know plenty about wrestling. I know, I think I know just about as much about wrestling as the both of you combined. Oh. That's why I'm the ref. <laughs> and I won't, even, I won't even contest that. Now, now that we got that out of the way, we go back to what is AEW. For those of you who don't know, AEW is a wrestling show. Okay, they put it together, and you find yourself some of the finest wrestlers in the, real, in the world. Okay, they're coming from Japan. They're coming from America. And I don't know if there's any other places around, but they're coming from there too, okay? Because AEW is putting the money up, and they're saying, we want you. And we want you and the building the talent. And Vince McMahon, even a year ago today, did not think AEW could handle all the pressure, all the people out there saying they can't do it. And a year ago, no one even knew what was going to happen, but they sold out stadiums right away. And now, not just stadiums, they're selling out pay-per-views, Ricky. They're selling out pay-per-views. Yes, sir. They got Kenny Omega, one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen. 
They got themselves the Hardy Boys 2.0. They got themselves Earthquake with a mask, Goga. All these people. And they got themselves the three of us. So, Ricky, I don't know if you have it in front of you. If you want to read the card down so everybody knows just who was wrestling today and last night. I don't have the card, but I'm going to try and go by memory. Okay, so we started out the night with, let me think, who was it? It was the best wrestling you're ever going to see. The women's division. Party. No. Private party oh. started it out. And oh. they, who were they taking on, Jimmy T? Who were they taking on? Private party. Walked around acting like they're the best dressed. Best looking men in the ring, but over, over on the other side, we got ourselves Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. Oh my God, what a team. What a team. Now, they haven't been on the right page. They haven't been on the page really as much as they should be these past couple weeks, but they they got on the right page last night or night before. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. And uh, I got to tell you, those two, they kind of look alike to Jimmy T. You know, I see them. And I say, which one is which? And then I see the high flying of Kenny Omega. And I know who he is. <laughs> Kenny Omega is by far the better wrestler. Yes, he is. By one far. The world. One of the best in the world. I will stand by that one. Yes, sir. And then, who else did we have wrestling last? Oh, well, who won that match, Ricky? Oh, that was Kenny Omega and Adam Page. Kenny Omega getting the win with the broken era or broken wing. The broken wing. Tearing that ring right apart with his broken wing. That's right. Hell of a match. Hell of a match. All right. After that match, we also had ourselves one heck of a show when I got myself a little slipped up. Match number two, wasn't that the, the ladies? This was for. For the women's championship, I believe, and that was uh, Chris Stratmeyer. Is that her Statlander, name? Statlander, get it right, goddamn it, Statlander. Statlander. <laughs> Thickest Statlander tips you'll ever see. On real. Thickest tips you'll ever see. And that girl you world. Lying. You that ain't girl, lying. You ain't lying. She comes from another world. You understand? <laughs> on AEW, you get yourself the gimmicks. And she says she's a fucking alien, and I love it. I love Statlander. I know the Alpha does too. He told me. He told me he thinks that Statlander is one of the best and finest wrestlers he's ever seen. Oh yeah, that right? She's got to be a champ for sure. For sure. Ain't that? Ain't that right, Alpha? <laughs> you are a bastard tonight. Oh shit! All right. Okay, so so Riho and Statlander. What happened at the end of that one, Ricky? It's where where the match fell apart, honestly. They had so many people involved in this match. It it was too much. It was too much. It made the match it made the match shitty for me. Well, okay, the the match itself ain't gonna win match of the week. I'm gonna tell you that right now. But I do have to say they've been talking about this nightmare collective for so long now, a couple weeks. They had to bring something together to teach us just what that meant. Brandy Rhodes walking around acting like she's some queen of the world, but she ain't got no team. Well, now she's got a team. And you even see Cody Rhodes wearing the Nightmare Collective. All right, so it was a, a storyline builder, if you will. But I believe now, Riho, Riho, who is from Japan, okay, she's about 18, maybe 19 pounds. Yeah, that's giving her, that's, that's calling her a little bit. And she does herself. Some hot line. She gets the little ooh, ee, ah, all over the place. Yes, sir. She, yes, sir. And, and she walked away as a champion. And she's still holding that weird ass looking belt. Ain't, my, ain't I right? I kind of like the belt. I kind of like the belt. It's it's more of a feminine belt. It's taller than her. It's taller than her. A weird ass. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I, will, I will say. Um, they botched the. Oh, <laughs> they botched the hell 
out of that introduction for Luther. One of the more hardcore wrestlers you'll ever see, known for death matches, and just going to come out under the ring and show up in a women's match and fall flat. Nobody really knew who he was. That That's... Well, yeah, uh, that's not the way you introduce somebody like that. No, it, it got the way. Scary. He's supposed to be deathmatch, uh, hardcore, kill be killed, him. Luther. No. Not under the ring in a nightmare collective. No, no, you want him in the dark order. That's where you want. You want him in the dark Ooh. order. Ooh. Now you just you just struck a nerve with Jim and T. How so? But How so? You don't get to pick. If you are in the dark order, you understand? The dark order will pick you. Now, you can come find them, but you ain't going to find what you're looking for. The dark order will find you. One of the best tag teams I've ever seen, dark order. That corn has got you blinded. Now, I got to be a little serious, a little bit honest, okay? The dark order has a good premise. It has a good premise, okay? I like I like where they're going with it. I absolutely, absolutely at the top of my the top of my breath. I love the vignettes that they've been playing. You can go on AEW's YouTube page and you can see some funny ass shit. Okay, I do love it. I'm gonna stand by it. I think they can do a lot with the Dark Order, but I I, I just don't understand. They're walking up to uh, what is his name, Frankie Kazarian, telling him to put on a mask and think he's gonna put that mask on. But was that Chris Angel? That was Chris Angel, the man, the the, the magician. The fallen angel. And I'm over here looking at this and I'm saying this is a little bit <laughs> Christopher, Christopher Daniel. No, that wasn't. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm all over the place because they just got all these people look just alike. You know, you know what I'm saying? But you got yourself Christopher Daniel taking on Sammy Guevara. And I don't know about this Sammy Guevara. I don't know. What do you think of Sammy Guevara? Sammy Guevara is a damn good wrestler. The panda, they call him. Now, Sammy Guevara is part of the Inner Circle, for those of you who don't know. Inner Circle is one of the coolest storylines the AEW has got going on right now. So in the Inner Circle, you got yourself Chris Jericho running the show. Le Champion. Le Champion. He's drinking the bubbly, everybody. You got yourself Sammy Guevara. Right? You got yourself Jake Hager. I'm going to give it to you. What's the tag team name, do you know? The inner circle. No, 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 no. The other two, Ortiz, and I forget the other guy's name. I'm going to be honest. Where at? In the, the inner circle. The tag team. The Latino champions. Oh, oh, sugar. What is that name? What is that name? God damn it. Man, off the top of uh. my head, I'm telling you, I'm honest. I can't even remember. But Ortiz and the other guy. And, uh, the inner circle's trying to grow. Proud and powerful, yeah. that's the name. It will grow. Yeah. Well, here's the deal, okay? They're trying to grow, and they want Moxley. So that was hyped up for tonight. But before we get there, we got ourselves Sammy Guevara coming out by himself in his little tiny panties, showing off his little belly. Jimmy T don't like that. All right? Be a man. Come on out. Like the butcher and the blade. That's Jimmy T style right there, okay? But I'll tell you <laughs> what. Butcher and a butter knife. <laughs> at the end of that match, here comes these crazy maniacs with their green masks and they try to get the fallen angel to put it on. And, and did you actually believe that there was a second he was putting that mask on? You tell me, Ricky. No, no, not a not a second believed that was gonna ever gonna happen. So this team is trying to capture people. You got the inner circle. They're trying to hire people. They're trying to build this business. And they're trying to build the teams within. And I do like that about AEW. I do have to say. So now we got ourselves a little bit of a of a dilemma. Okay. Because we've just glossed right over Private Party. And they are a pretty good wrestler. I want to give you one last second. Because you did jump right into Private Party like you're ready to suck their DX. Okay, Ricky? What do you okay. think about private party? Ricky, where'd you go? Hello? There he is. 
I asked you a what question. Happened? You froze, and that actually came out really funny. And I didn't even do that. So, <laughs> what do you think about private party? Who? What? I can barely oh. hear you. Private party. Private party. Okay, private party. All right. Tell us private a little bit about party. the private party. Tell us about them because I, I want some of these people who don't know who they're watching and what we're talking about. I want them to know who the private party is. Private party is charisma to 10. Yeah. And their moveset speaks for itself. They are not as polished as they need to be, but they're a new team and they are getting there with their movesets and their craziness with gin and juice hitting it off craziness from everywhere. Oh my God. These guys have one of the best drop kicks high flying I've ever seen. Now, I do have to say, okay, I watched a lot of rest of my life. These guys do some moves, make you wonder, are they going to injure them shields? Okay. And every time I watch these guys, I love their matches, but I think you got to be a little careful. Okay. That might be a reason you don't see them over there in the WWE. But that being said, I haven't seen them injure themselves, so maybe I'm wrong, but I'm a little bit worried every time they do their little flying, little back flops and all that shit. But I got to say, one hell of a show they always put on. They definitely put on a show. And the guy's wearing fucking shirt, jacket that goes all the way down to the back of his heels. Doing <laughs> backflips. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. So, and uh... Who else we got? What else happened? You can't... You cannot talk about what happened with Dustin Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, Pentagon Jr., and Phoenix. Ray Phoenix. How, how could we Pentagon You know, we're just talking about about these uh, high flyers, and then you got yourself the Lucha Brothers. And holy cow, the Lucha Brothers are a tag team of another level. They fly all over the place. They jump up and they jump down. They dive through that middle rope as if it were a pool they're diving into. The Lucha Bros are some of the coolest tag teams. And when I saw them first, I said, those are a bunch of jobbers. Look at them with their masks on, because I'm an old school. And back in the day... You have pumped your damn head too many times. The Lucha Bros are by far the best team that AEW has. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll put them up against any other tag team in the world. That's New Japan, Ring of Honor, that's TNA if it's still around, and WWE, NXT, the whole nine. Lucha Bros right. beat everybody. You, you just said a couple things. Now, one thing you said I really struck a nerve. Now, Jimmy was going to agree with you, but Jimmy decided not to. <laughs> okay. You think that the Lucha Bros can take on the War Raiders? You think the Lucha Bros are going to be able to handle Ibar? Ibar! And Eric, the king. Of the buy. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I will bet you a thousand dollars right now. Alpha. I mean look look at Alpha. Look at Alpha over there. He's speechless. What'd you think? What'd you think of that corn that you ate? Oh yeah. <laughs> Al Alpha. You're looking off. You know brother. <laughs> Give us your high spot of the week first, Jimmy T. All right, so I, I cannot gloss over. We'll talk about this match. We're not skipping it. I got to talk about my man, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. Is one of the most electric and electrifying wrestlers I've ever seen in my life. And the crowd loves him. Yes. Last he, week, yes, I didn't even know who Orange Cassidy was. And this week, the motherfucker just jumps up, goes up to the top rope, and just falls all the way down. And he has he, created yeah. a new style of wrestling. Yes, he has. 
Now I've been watching Orange Cassidy for a very long time, you see. And I've been studying his ways. And I wish he just gave us a good thumbs up. Because I don't like this laziness in Orange Cassidy. I don't like the fact that he doesn't put himself out there and tag in like a man. Orange Cassidy needs to go down and he needs to be broken in half. Because he is nobody to me. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Not really. <laughs> the, the high spot of the week has to be Orange Cassidy. Oh, without a doubt. That spear. belly flop from the top rope was innovative, <laughs> charismatic, one, and by far the best thing on the show. Yeah, I, I did laugh out loud for that one, and I do have to appreciate when a man knows how to jump off the top rope and just lay his body down. And Orange Cassidy is one of the best I've ever seen at it. He wrestles Be really good. Between Orange Cassidy's belly flop and Luchasaurus throwing Marty Stunt across the aisle from from the apron above the top rope, mind you. Now, like now, he okay. was a wrestling buddy. <laughs> How much you think that boy weighs? He has watching. to weigh all of 120 pounds. Oh. All of 120 pounds. No exaggeration. Now, now, Ricky and I were having some beers and we were talking. And the, 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 the Jurassic Express, they're coming on out and Ricky says, Who's that little boy in the ring? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say though, Marco Stunt. He walks like this, and it makes me feel weird. Jimmy T don't like it. Because <laughs> he's got to make up the geometry. The, the geometry of his size does not match. <laughs> but he is a fucking good wrestler, and I love watching him wrestle because he is a funny man. And he is oh, he is soft. living out his dream. He is a Luchasaurus chucked him like a frisbee, didn't he? Oh my god, yeah. That is a that, big masked motherfucker. It is, it is. Uh, but since we're all in agreement, let me hit this button here. And now, the promo of the week. Alright, we're gonna let Alpha go first. Alpha. What do you think? Promo of the week. You ignorant bastard. I hope I hope he comes back and whips your ass so bad. I can't wait. I challenge him to a draw. I will shoot him with my gun. But it won't be loaded and he will still fall. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. What does what Alpha say for promo of the week? I want to see if he's cheap. Let me look through this. Let me look through this. Go ahead. Promo of the week. Alpha has written so generously that Moxley, Mox comes down and obviously has Jeez. his chosen faction shirt on under the jacket, puts Jericho and the circle over, joins the circle, then have a little bit of the bubbly. Hager pours champagne straight into his eye. <laughs> From the first pour, he's trying to be like Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take a hell of a lot more than that for that jabroni to be Alpha. I'll tell you that. And they go on celebrating. But Mox doesn't care about the money that Jericho's offered him. He doesn't care about the brand new Ford GT sitting outside. Well, maybe he does a little bit. He took it. Nothing. He stole it. He stole it. <laughs> <laughs> then he asked for the keys, like like Jericho owed him. Mox says, um, Alpha says this uh, is straight out of the NWO playbook, NWO playbook. Then he does the face turn, says he's just kidding, and paradigm shifts pretty much everybody in the ring. Cracks a bottle over Jericho's head, cracks a bottle over um, Hager's head. I mean, that has to be the best promo of the night. It was the main event. The whole promo was the main event. You you can't beat that. I'm in agreement with Alpha on this one. And, uh, and, and it goes all around, all three of us will give the tip of the cap for the promo of the week to Moxley. Now, I'm going to say Moxley specifically because 
the way Jericho delivered that whole entire promo. I knew what was going to happen at the end. I, I have to say that Moxley played his part well. But Jericho, you got a ways to go before you finally make yourself a superstar in this business, if you understand what I'm saying. You understand? Jimmy Thompson can run a promo, and you won't know what's coming next. But Chris Jericho comes on out, and I said, ain't Moxley not going to be a part of that inner circle, you know what I mean? And so I got to say, it was when Moxley did his part and tricked Jericho and smashed that thing over his head. Now, going back to what we were saying, this is the main event of the entire episode, the last thing to play. So they put a lot of stake in Moxley versus Chris Jericho. And I did tell Alpha a couple weeks ago, I do believe Moxley is going to be taking that belt from Chris Jericho. And now I see it with my own eyes. It's happening. Steve Papa knows what I'm talking about. I'm going to tell you like what I think will happen that Mox will take the title but Hager's going to get it next right after Mox. I I see it coming. Now now let's take a side step here MMA Mox Hager, you ever watch him fight in the ring in the real ring, the octagon? Yeah. I have. What do you think? He's all wrestling. He he doesn't have any uh, striking at all. And he's uh, what we call a can opener. He gets fed cans to boost ratings. Well, it's probably a little bit of this AEW helping out, saying don't let him get too hurt when you need him to take the belt from Moxley. Because Richard Reed said so. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyways, where we at? And now, the storyline of the week. The storyline story of the week. I mean, goes without saying, right? We already talked quite a bit about it. The Inner Circle is the hottest storyline AEW's got going on right now. But I do want to give a little bit of a tip at the cap to the Dark Order. We did talk a little bit, and we can joke a bit. But the Dark Order is doing storyline and they are putting themselves out there coming out trying to take christopher daniels and giving the fans a little bit of a taste of building their empire if you will i do have to say i like the fact that they're building that storyline on a team that does not get a whole lot of attention just yet in addition to that the nightmare collective is a storyline that i look down the road and i say i'm going to be interested in what's going to happen here because i cannot root for some of the members of that team, and I root wholeheartedly for the others. So I don't know what we're going to be doing and what we're going to be seeing out of the Nightmare Collective, but I do like what I'm seeing, and I don't even know if I like it. What do you think? I think the Dark Order definitely needs a a dance partner, a good dance partner, a good faction to go to to bring it some uh, back and forth. Now, right I, now, I think, it, I think it's the dark order. Yeah, no, I'm not to cut you off, but I want to ask you a question. Yes, sir. Do you think the addition of an outsider, a Kevin Nash, if you will, or Razor Ramon, someone from WWE, quitting their job, coming on over to AEW, taking off the mask and saying the member of the dark order, rise in the dark order of the top. What if Undertaker? What if, what if Kane himself quits his job as mayor? Now I'm talking out my ass here with some names, but for real, you take some people and you get a voice because they don't have a voice for the Dark Order. They need someone who can run the show and they don't have somebody that can run the show. That's what they need. What do you think, Ricky? I think it has to be a very dark person. A very dark person and a very evil person. To, to make that work. Who do you think? Is, a very charismatic person. And and Chris Angel is that person for AEW right now. But they could have used Luther to do it as well. With Luther coming up and uh, having that whole nightmare collective. He, they aligned him in the wrong place. Completely. Completely. Well, 
I, I would say, and I've watched a lot of wrestling in my life, it would be an interesting thing. A really, really interesting thing if down the road we saw Dustin Rhodes revisit a character from the past. Maybe go full red all the way across his face and run the Dark Order and literally eat his brother in the middle of the ring with a fork and knife. Full Sith Dustin Rhodes? That. That would be evil enough to do it. And as she gets a little bit older, let's be real, let's be honest here. You probably could use a step back from the rest. But if we're talking you, about stepping back, let's okay, we can talk about stepping back for a minute. Let's let's talk about stepping back for a minute. Dustin Rhodes is in his fifties. He did limp out to the ring to help somebody else tonight. And that person is Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> Diamond did, Dallas Page. Did you see him try to wrestle? Years old. <laughs> He's gonna wrestle next week on AEW Dynamite. And Jimmy T. Jimmy T. Can't wait. Jimmy T. Can't wait to see Diamond Dallas Page. I think he said to himself, I can take a bump. I've been doing that yoga. The second he hit that ground, he was like, holy shit, that hurt really bad. <laughs> Alpha, what do you say? <laughs> oh, we're all in agreement here. It's all fun. We're having fun. Ricky, there's one more storyline we've glossed right over. We can't do What's that? It started with MJF and Cody Rhodes, and you did tap into it. So what do you think? MJF is my best friend. MJF is the best heel they have in AEW right now. And his... Dance partner is very good at the mic with Diamond Dallas Page is very good on the mic, but he can't wrestle for shit. It, I mean, did you see how long it took him to get up from that second diamond cutter? Oh yeah. When he oh, yeah. when he went up against the butcher and the and the blade. <laughs> I love me some I, butcher I, and the blade. I I I I love me some butcher and the blade. I, honestly, and I'm, I'm not even. This is not kayfabe or nothing. The butcher and the blade are a tag team that I absolutely look forward to in this organization. They are a fucking perfect thing for what we're looking for. A big brute and a, another brute, but he ain't, a, ain't as big. And I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Those two are going to be a future tag team champion. They are no way. They're going to be squash kids. No. No, the butcher and the blade. However, I do want to say, Alpha had mentioned how he loved how they just keep extended storylines. They come on out and they say, Cody Rhodes, what do you think of MJF's demands? So MJF, he's a he's a he's an asshole, okay? Let's just be fair. For those of you who are watching right now, who know nothing about AEW, you got yourself MJF. He's about twenty two years old. Rising to the top as fast he's so pretty. As, a, as an elevator. And he is good on the mic. And he is funny. And he is good in the ring. He is going to be something big. Okay, you understand? But right now, MJF is picking a beef with Cody yeah. Rhodes. And he says, I will wrestle you, but you have to do all these things. And all the way down to getting on your hands and knees and let me spank your ass. I don't know why he did that. That's a little weird to Jimmy T. But he said it. Okay. MJF in the ring with his microphone. Which one the ten counts? The ten counts has got to stop. Stop counting the ten, man. He's counted the ten twice. Yeah, or he, yeah, twice now. He comes on out and, and he says, "I'm going to give you a count of ten. But the funny thing is, a little bit before that, you got Cody Rhodes coming on out and he says, "The twenty ski a bone." I'll tell you next week. I ain't going to tell you this week. And they said last week, next week, 
This man Cody Rhodes is going to answer the MJF. And his answer was next week. And we joked about it a week ago, and we're going to joke about it again because Tony Schiavone himself used to do the announcing on Thunder and Nitro. And they used to always, on WCW, they used to close the show, and they would say, Next Thursday on Thunder, and you had Diamond Dallas Page. Thunder, you do that, right? He watched it with his own eye. They're doing the same thing, and they're baiting you. And I got to say, that was back when WCW did overtake WWF. And so I don't know if I like it, but sometimes what you like works and doesn't work. And sometimes what you don't like is the answer. And that's why Jimmy T is here. Whether you like me or love me. Hey, I will there. say one thing I love about AEW. Did you just, did you just cut me off? you damn right I did. You're damn right I did. You're going down a rabbit hole that you can't come out of. I'm going to bring you back. Get this show on track. That's what my job is. That's what I do. I call it down the middle. I'm the damn ref. Let's get back on track. <laughs> Poor Al. To balance this show back out. I almost, I almost ended the goddamn show on you. <laughs> uh, I will say I do like AEW's crowd interaction. They have the best crowd interaction. You got Hangman Page out here grabbing beers with the fans. MJF kissing people. <laughs> I mean, what is their crowd? And everybody goes through the crowd. Mox goes through the crowd. They bring Cody through the crowd. They bring DDP through the crowd. I mean, everybody goes through the damn crowd. Yes, they do. It's, uh, it's faster to get to the back room. They put the back room on the other side of the stadium. It's just laziness. Well, let's tap in to the next section. And now, the match of the week. What do you got for next? What's coming up next? Match of the week. Match of the week. I mean, come on. Is there really anything that you can say that didn't... It has to be the six-man tag. And we haven't talked about that yet for a reason, so Rick... It has to be the six-man tag. Who's in the six-man tag? Luchasaurus, the, the Jurassic Express, taking on the best friends. I mean, we touched on it a little bit. You got Luchasaurus, you got Jungle Boy, you got Marty Stunt. Then Marco, on the other Mar- side, Marco Polo Stunt. Marco Stunt, excuse me. <laughs> then you, then on the other side, you got the best friends with Orange Cassidy. He's white hot right now. I mean, who you is, you can't get any better than that. Who, and who, the best friends. Who, who is this Orange Cassidy? Tell me a little bit about him. I don't know nothing. Orange Cassidy has created a new style called lazy wrestling. <laughs> it is the most charismatic thing when he comes out, puts his hands in his pockets. He has the crowd in, in the palm of his hand, even though you can't even see his hands. Why and, not? What's he do with his hand? Oh, they go in his pockets. You didn't see, I just said that. You got to get the corn out your ear. No, you no. Corn just... out your ear. I just wanted to do it. I've been watching Orange Cassidy a long time. I don't know it. It's a funny thing. Orange yes. Cassidy's a really good guy. I know him personally. He comes over to my house and we make ourselves some Jimmy oh, T's. Cream style uh, cream. Yeah. Sweet corn. But I don't let him have any. I eat it all myself because he sells <laughs> peaches if you wouldn't believe it or not. So, what happened in the match? Pandemonium, pretty much. Pandemonium. I mean, with with uh, the best friends coming out. Uh, I believe his name is Trent taking on Marco. Marco Stunt. Just let me I pause mean, you there. Let me pause you there one second, Trent. I just want to say thank you for clicking on the link of our Instagram page. You did that, <laughs> and it made me happy. Continue. <laughs> hey, this is only beginning. <laughs> when we get better at this. Everybody's going to be watching. Trent might be sitting in your spot. You better watch out, Richard. Oh. oh. <laughs> couldn't lace up my fucking boots. That's because you wear slippers. But anyway, he had a great back and forth with Marco Stunt. Pretty much carried that match. 
did he was the workhorse of that match. And uh he made Marco look great with the, especially with that Canadian destroyer coming up. And uh Marco flipped him right on his head. Man, that move looked really good, even for a small guy to do that. I mean, that that has to be uh m- my move of the week. Not my high spot, but my move of the week. Yeah, I'll tell you the uh the way that they throw each other around and you got yourself jumping boy Jack Perry just jumping off the top in his little tiny green whiteies. These guys are amazing and I just gotta say I love myself some Luchasaurus. He is the Aquaman seven point oh. I really do <laughs> I really do think that this team is one of one of the better teams in all of AW. And I really enjoy watching these three get into that ring. But I gotta say on the other side of the ring. You got sexy ass Chuck a T. You got yourself <laughs> Trent and Orange Cassidy. Now, for people who don't know much about AEW, let me take off my hat and tell you. Best friends are a tag team. And they are like this. And on the outside of the ring, you got yourself some orange Cassidy. We've been talking a lot about this man. Every once in a while, they wrestle together. And Orange Cassidy posted on social media one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He posted a picture of those two, and they just put in quotes, good friends. And I thought that was a really funny post. And I gotta say, thumbs up to Orange Cassidy. <laughs> so, that's my match of the week, I gotta say. It's definitely one of the I better matches I've ever seen. Real quick, because so, we, we are running late. So what's your overall thoughts of this of this whole whole dynamite show tonight? Well, we have one last thing and I and I want to get to the superstar of the week before we finish this up. So let's let's And go. now the superstar of the week. And we can talk more next week about why we picked our picks. But who did Alpha have to say? about the superstar of the week. <laughs> I hope... Uh, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Superstar has to be John Moxley. I really? Mean, he, he is a superstar. I mean, he is the quintessential superstar of AEW. I mean, he's he's the biggest thing in AEW. I mean, he's putting everybody to shame. So I I, I would say, okay, that uh, that that would be the easy pick. And of course, Alpha goes down that road and he picks the easiest pick, and he says, "Let's go to the highest paid guy, the one they put at the top of the hour." But Jimmy T is going to take a step back. He's going to say, who, Who's that? Who, who have we been talking about all night? Who do the fans want to see every second of every day? Alpha. You think this is what they want to see? <laughs> now that we got Alpha's Superstar of the Week out of the way, let me just tell you mine is that Orange Cassidy. I know, I understand that he is not the highest paid the biggest name on the card but the man draws an audience and everybody cheers like they cannot cheer anymore when they see him and you get yourself a match with the lucha express the, the tyrannosaurus rex not the lucha express what the hell are you talking about the jurassic express and you get yourself some orange cassidy that's your best friend that corn pipe has got you lit i'll tell you what <laughs> Orange Cassidy, my pick, superstar of the week. He's going to be a champion one day, and I do believe it. So, you asked me a question, but I'm going to turn it back on you. What do you think about this card as we wrap it up? This was one of the most solid shows AEW has ever done as a weekly episodic TV show. Their pay-per-views are off the charts all the time. Can't, can't compete with them. But the the show has been a little lackluster, and I think they're going down the right track. I think uh, they have multiple storylines with multiple characters getting over. I mean, this is what you want in your 
your promotion. You want everybody to have a little piece of it, not to have one storyline dominate the show. You have your your Nightmare Collective in the in the women's. You have your uh, <clears throat> Dark Order. You have your Lucha Lucha Bros being top dog. You have Cody second, and MJF. Second, then second, you have Le Champion in the inner circle with John Moxley. I mean, you have so much to to. If you were taking it as as, as a dinner, this is this was a buffet. This was a buffet of great wrestling, and and I look forward to seeing what AEW does more. And they got just like they said, they got a dynamite show. Kind of like this show tonight, Ricky. Ain't that right? Somehow, I don't know what it was, but everything just seemed to mesh. Everything just seemed to fall into place. Tonight seemed to be one of the best shows of baby pace in the heel I've ever done in my life. And I just got to take my hat and say thank you very much. If you ain't following the MMA Marks podcast to hear about the latest news and the top of the line talent over there in the UFC. <laughs> you got yourself a problem because you should be listening to Buddy and Ricky over there on MMA Mark because they are now Buddy. The best po- MMA show you can find. I'll tell you that post, right now. Post the link down below so that we can go ahead and get all the five thousand or five, six, seven, eight thousand people who are gonna watch this and they can click on that link and listen. And be just one of the millions and millions who have heard the name Ricky Reed and Buddy Hollow. <laughs> Good shit, man. Good shit. <laughs> Alpha, do you have anything to say? Well, brother, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, that MMA marks is the best damn show I've ever seen. Puts the bat that shame. <laughs> uh, I love me some follows. I love me some follows. Bring them in. Tell your friends. Tell your sisters. Tell your brothers. But if you tell your sisters, they're going to have a new daddy in town, if you know what I'm saying. Alpha, let's, let's send them off with a little bit of dinner juice. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to... <laughs>